Welcome to Three on the Ones and Twos with your hosts, Tom, Cassie, and James. Just three old friends talking about their favorite records. Think of it as the coolest book club for music nerds. Hey guys, what's going on? Thank you. We are coming to you live from East Atlanta Village at uh, one of my favorite establishments in Atlanta, The (laughs) Earl. I want to thank Shane, John, and Donnie for letting us hang out here today. Wonderful. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, and uh, continuing on our special episodes, Mm. we're starting to have guests. And uh, this man came into my life, I think, in 2005 on Independence Day from Little Rock, Arkansas. Met each other, hit it off immediately. He moved here, became best friends, uh, owned a magazine together, worked on several art projects over the years. And he's wonderful, and he's a producer of our show, Mr. Billy Inman. Everybody, welcome, Billy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so what we do is we ask our special guests, especially people who are part of the crew, Mm -hmm. to, well, pick their favorite record or record they want to talk about. Gonna pass the mic. Woo-hoo. Yeah, thank you. It's it's awesome to be here, and uh-huh. uh, you know, I, it's great to be a producer for the show. Um, it's awesome because I really don't have, even have to produce anything. Yeah, but I love well, it. But uh, when you're best friends, it's easy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And uh, when Tom told me about this project, you know, like I said, okay, yeah, I'll do it on two conditions. One is that I don't really have to do much. I just have to hang out and drink. <laughs> And two, oh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. and two that we talk about television, Marky Moon. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah. Oh, lovely record, and we probably could talk about it for three hours. Yeah, for sure. So we're gonna do our best to capture everything that we want and and people want. Yeah. I could by the end of this episode, you guys are gonna probably like seriously want to slap me for how much I just like quit gushing about this. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, I have. Um, oh my God! Thank you. You're thank welcome. you, Billy. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Billy, and so. First, though, we should give you a few minutes just tell us why. Like, why? Yeah, why sure. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to know why you picked it. Well, I mean, honestly, I want to know your person because there's so many reasons to love this, Absolutely. but I want to know what was. I mean, I, there's yeah. so many. Oh, well, you yeah. know, A, it's such a timeless record. I yeah. Mean, it's just Unreal. And, and, and B, you know, it's, um, it's kind of one of discovery, you know, like whenever you're 13 or 14 years old and you're, you're le- listening to and learning about punk rock music, you know. Um, you know, this this was not in my my CD tower at all. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, whenever you started like the discovery process, and you, you read about this band, and you read about like New York in the seventies, oh, and it's, you know it's they the were arts, there, the and you're con- considered music. like these pioneers. But you know, whenever you you break out this record for the first time, you listen to it, you're like this. Bands not sound like I, the Ramones. Uh, hey, such a good point, and and they they sound like I, they kind of sound like effed up dreamscapes. To I mean, me, no, to, like, to, okay. So to me, so okay, so I've obviously heard of television, and but and I'm sure I've I, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard act, like television songs, but now after listening to it, like I'm not really positive they were television songs because you can tell how many. There are so many bands influenced by them. I might have okay, just heard bands that were actually not, doing something. Not only musically, but vocally, like the vo- the voice, like the, the delivery. I mean, you know? everything about it. And so the, I, I put it on, and uh, I was sold within um, uh, within seconds. Like within seconds, I was like, and it was it was like this album was life changing yeah, for me. Yeah, so yeah, thank you so much for picking it because yeah, it. Sure. There were times that I was listening to it and actually felt like like almost. I don't know if you've ever been to like the Grand Canyon or if you have, or if yeah. you saw the totality when you know when there was the you know the, the eclipse, 
um, and you take your glasses off and you see this ring, yeah. that, that there's things in the world that are so beautiful that oh. you almost like bring you to tears. And that's how I felt listening to this. Like there were times that I almost cried. Damn, Cassie, my arm was amazing. Just it was. Yeah. It's an eclipse record for sure. Oh, uh, like, I just. It is, and and it's like, years and it's like, yes, <laughs> you mentioned it with punk rock and the art punk scene in New York, which. I grew up there, but in 77, I was seven. So sometimes I wish I was 15 and 77, but right now I feel pretty good at this age, you know? But what a magical time to be. And you associate it with punk. It sounds nothing like any of the bands that were playing at the time. But also, as I get older, my ears and my heart and my brain, I think, expands. I hear Pink Floyd. Like, I, you know, I hear, I hear all different things in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it's just, you know, it's, it, it's, it's what they did. They made their it, own thing, and it sounds like so many things. Well, I, I mean, okay, so for, for me, it wasn't just, um, it wasn't just hearing, like, different influence or different things. Yeah. It was that, the, it, it, like, the sound, like, it filled the room and not just audibly. Yes. Like, there were times, like, it felt like, have you ever been to, like, a, a butterfly garden? Yeah. You know, where it's, yeah. like, really, really Every quiet, but there's beautiful everywhere, and, like, these flower, uh, these butterflies are, like, floating around? I felt like the sound was just doing this musical, oh like, gosh. magical thing. This, I mean, this album, me, you, you, you have, no, you have no idea that, I, like, Ooh. I was talking to Greg, and I was like, you know, I might have to tell these guys, like, after this, like, I don't, I don't know if I can do the show anymore because I don't know that I'm going to hear music the way... I didn't know that an album could make me feel and the way this did. And we think we want to slap you, we want to hug you. Uh, like, no, but it's, no, but it's just... Can no, I, because I'm not done cheers. gushing about it. Cheers. I have, like, uh, thank you again to The Earl, uh, Guinness, Jameson, everyone across the board. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for helping me help each other facilitate each other's dreams. Thank you, Billy. Definitely. Hey. And uh, can we well, talk about the song? Yeah, you're keeping us on Yes. Screen. Oh, can yeah. We, like, let's we, talk about that. Can we talk about the song? There's a lot of detail, because that's. Because I joke around, because I've been a starving artist up until my whole life. And uh, Brian BK, another producer behind the scenes, we always joke around saying, when you're on the road, you go to find a cool pub, and you judge a pub by its pints and its jukebox. Mm -hmm. And sure. if this is on the jukebox, it's a great, it's a great, it's a yeah, great, yeah. it's a great bar, you know? And, but you get your money's worth if you only have two dollars for the jukebox. Cause the <laughs> song, like eight minutes into the song, you it's, hear that drum beat, it's a drum solo. And, you're, and then I, I almost wish they re-recorded and go, it would be, ladies and gentlemen, television. And then he starts yeah. singing. I mean, well, okay, like, so. Know, it's like a break beat. It's, it's, it's really beautiful. funny. It's, yeah. it's like, well, to me, okay, so it's a 10 minute song. Like yeah. in some in some versions, like they actually like, apparently live sometimes, like um, minutes, Tom Belay yeah. would just go off and just, um, and usually I hate that stuff. Like usually to me, it's it's just right. like, like after maybe five or six minutes, no matter how, uh, you know, you, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's good, okay, but here, come on. And this, you listen to it and it's so, it's so beautiful, like you really don't even notice right. that it's 10 minutes right. long. Yeah. And it stops and then it starts again. Yeah, it's, like, it's a story that, in it. itself. Yeah. That, break, that break beat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, I, I mean, I love art as, as a whole, like the whole package when it comes to like lyrics and uh, sonic, like sounds and the music, but then the package presented, like the, the cover, I remember seeing this as a boy, this cover, and it looks like like it would be in a museum that you would, even if you didn't know that it was a band, it's just a beautiful painting, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, the whole package let, uh, it gives you this dream, you know. Let's go back to talking about Marky Moon because sure. the, the song, the yes. song, because, um, so I listened to a demo version of the song mm -hmm. from like, that was um, the first recording yeah. of it was like from 74. And it's definitely just like, it's muddy because it's a real mishmash. Right. And then I also listened to the Eno demo. And I, we, we talked about Eno, Eno is an innovator. He's yes. amazing. I don't, I understand why. I heard that they didn't like it because he had all these crazy ideas, but I didn't, and I don't know if it's because I think Richard Hell played bass 
at, the, at that you, time. You and then he left. But but not for this album. For this album, they have, they replaced yeah, they him with... Um, Fred Smith. Fred Smith. Right. Yes. From Blondie? Was he in Blondie? From Blondie, was he? Blondie, yes. Yeah, okay. But um, learning so many things today. But, but oh, sorry. Just just a comment on the, on the whole Eno recording yeah. is that some bands don't work with certain... Yeah. Engineers like Eno works really well with certain bands like right. U2 yes, or he, somebody he like was, that. He, he, he did with U2. It but it's insane, interesting yeah. where he, he records bands that if they're so fully formed and they're such a complete package like television was. Mm -hmm. Also mm -hmm. Devo on their first record, yep, he recorded exactly. that album. But like there was nothing he could do in a way. Like they were such It a, was done already. Yeah, it was, it was sort of like all done. Like all he all he just kinda engineered it in a way. He kinda went he kinda went and said, I'm I'm here to certainly not babysit, but just to help you glide. Well, I can help you go through this. Well, yeah, I, was, I mean it was, the vision was there already. Okay, yeah. so hearing the Eno demo of mm -hmm. Song Marky Moon and act and the, and the version that's on here and um I, I don't think it's as much because Richard Hell was playing bass on it, and it right. wasn't, um, you know, Fred it's Smith. It's kind of a waste of his, his talent, I think. Well, yeah, and they had a weird relationship. They, they loved yeah. each other and hated each other. Well, to, yeah, to but, day, but as far know? as the sound, I like this better. Oh. And I like it better because when you listen to the Eno version, um, it's, you can, okay, so you can actually hear the different, like the two different guitars almost dueling right. each other. But on this one, you know, so you hear like Lloyd and Verlaine, and they're like kind of playing off each other, which is still beautiful. Which you can but, spend an hour talking is, about just the guitar. Right. <laughs> well, oh, for sure. It's like, but but insane, on this, yeah. what I thought was really really magical is on this one, um, you some there's times when you can't necessarily differentiate which like the two dis different guitars. Mm. They almost meld into like one instrument that's mm -hmm. making a sure. sound that one instrument couldn't make. Right. And it's right. very beautiful. It's that's the thing. It's you know, we, we probably use the word beautiful too much. I yeah. do. I do. But but then once in a while, I go, no, I really mean it. I felt <laughs> I felt it was yeah. really outerworldly. Like this album. Well, your description of it just a minute ago gave me, like I said, braille and chills up the arms. So thank you for that. You know, it's this, this album for me is very much like lightning in a bottle type album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I'm gonna say something that's a little bit controversial. I think. Marky Moon, the album, is better than Television, the band. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, wow. Oh. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I think like, there are certain bands that have made albums that surpass themselves yeah. as a, like, just through some it's sort of true. circumstances, like perfect performance, perfect recording. And, and this album is definitely yeah. one of them. I mean, you think about like uh, uh, the Neutral Milk Hotel yeah. album is like mm -hmm. also one of those where it's just like, oh, great. This album surpassed everything that band kind of could have was yeah. in a it's way. almost like a mic drop or, sorry guys but you should maybe retire tomorrow because you're never gonna do right well, yeah that's the thing is like you know when yeah. you hear this record you want more you wouldn't have yeah. dive into right. television and then you hear adventure and not so much and it's like mm. adventure was the first album i got by them really because marky moon was really i got adventure when I, at Fantasyland records oh, in Buckhead, Buckhead, yeah. when i was in high school because i was like oh television there there's you know i know they're a legendary band new york mm -hmm. band or whatever i knew that but Marky Moon was not easy to find. It like wasn't sure. on, like it just wasn't at your turtles or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I found Adventure. I still have Adventure, and and I, I listened to it, and I'm like, you know, this is good, but I don't know if this is like the revolution. No, it's not. And it's, no, it, 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 yeah. you hear it, and you listen to it after this. It's but like you, you know, the first song like Glory. It's kind of like okay, I can hear the guitars. I can hear this happening. Okay. But it's like, at the end of it, you're like, man, did I just listen to like an Eddie Rabbit song? Oh. It's like, it's yeah. just kind of. Yeah. I mean, you know, that... but, but, you know, the, thing, <laughs> yeah. the thing is, is I mean, because I, I write and, I, and I, I try to write every day, and some things, some days I like what I write, and some days I can't stand what I write. And listen, you, you, it, luck is very real. 
Like my, my friend Marlo always says, he's like, he's like, you know, you can't be great forever. So I mean, if you put out two or three I, records, holy crap, you're doing, you're doing really like, well. I mean, yeah. they're, they're obviously amazing musicians, but thank you for answering a question that I was going to have, which is, I did want more, and it made me want to ask about not only adventure, That's but also about, also about, also um, about, uh, uh, Tom relates, like his solo stuff, and so oh, you're kind there, of there's there. element, obviously there's like glimpses into the, into the genius, yeah, but it's and, like, I, and I like his solo stuff, but, okay, I'm but it's not, it's not like this, yeah. okay. this is, this is, this is a Scorsese it's, movie, it's special, this is, it is, this is, it's all my this is, uh, Time Bandits, you yeah, know what I mean, you know, this is, you know, yeah, no, no, this movie could win an Oscar, yeah, but it makes you kind of frustrated with certain bands like that, where if you, you have the, especially if you start at the pinnacle, it's like everything sort of is downhill from there. Yeah. And you're like, you just can't get that same feeling again as listening to Marky Moon for the first yeah. time. Yeah. It's the same thing with like, also a band like Slint. Like yeah, Slint Spiderland yeah. is like also a, a perfect album, like similar, it's like the post-punk Marky Moon in a way. Wow. But okay, there's yeah. no, also another band that like you chase you try to chase that magic again, and, it, and it's just it's we may so, have to, we may so have to, much. We may have to visit that record like, in another episode. Yeah, or yeah. Big Star, like the first Big Star, big star yes. record. That's, that's a good one. It's yeah. like also an album that could right. be better than the band in a way. True. You know, yeah. like, I never thought of it. Know, it's it's blasphemous. And you say, and you say that's it controversial, is. but you got we're no, all, we're all that, great I mean, friends, and I don't listen. Anyone that's upset about that, sorry, you don't get it. But I actually agree with that. But do you also think that maybe it wasn't partly? Uh, like contributing that, um, I mean, he, he's difficult, right? He's like, difficult. like listen, like uh, okay, reading some of the things when they first signed to um, like Electra, mm -hmm. um, Lloyd was saying that um, he found out years later that um, Tom Verlaine was like behind his back, behind all their back, like pitching to Electra yeah. to have him the only one signed as television, yes. and everybody else just hired musicians. It's like. I mean, and you see how there was just like so much, yeah. and, and that had to be so. Hands are tough, man. It, it yeah. Probably after like a certain point, like for an oh, adventure yeah. and stuff, like just <laughs> got so. Well, bands are tough, but like. I mean, listen, beautiful, beautiful and selfish, it happens. And, well, and genius. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, they were also one of the last of that sort of that moment in time in New York to get signed, right? Yeah. But I look at like, I was thinking about that too, about the scene coming out of CBGBs. And mm -hmm. when you think about the, the I mean, there are a lot of they bands started that came it, out right? of that. They're in that first tier, right? It was them talking heads in their moments, basically. No, well, no, I think no. From what I read, they actually like set up the, the stage team. at C at, at CBGBs, and and yeah, they, and they didn't want they at, at the time like they didn't really have like you know bands, and they and they like pitched it because they needed it on the Sunday night, which right. was the dead night, very very And that was before on, it was, yeah, it was yeah. like which seventy four. The, the only rule was you can't play covers, like right. just do you be original, which is wonderful. Yeah. But but it, but the point I was making is that like. Out of CBG, so, so the Ramones are its own world. It's sort of like the Stooges. You have yeah, to just like much. put them sure. aside. Like you can't compare them to any other band. Mm -hmm. But if you look at like Blondie, Television, Talking Heads, Talking Heads mm -hmm. Television's the one that came out sort of most fully formed wow. on their first record. You know, it's like yeah, they, yeah. This is like fully realized. Well, they, yeah. they, they wrote all these the in '74, though, right? They had like three years really to. They, kind yeah. Of, and, 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 and you can say the same thing with the band like the Cars, who had their songs forever. Right. And they made they a were playing, they were playing them live for four years, and then they became yeah. huge. And yeah. so 
like, like, but you think about, you know, Blondie or Talking Heads, I mean, I still say they were still sort of on the rise. Like, their, their peak sort of happened a few albums into, like, yeah. whatever you think is your, your favorite Talking Heads album or whatever you think your favorite, you know, Blondie record. Mine is E to the Beat, but, you know. Yeah, that's a great record. But I think, like, with television, it's like, they came out. They, those, they came out. They, came, they were like horses. Horses at the, the gates just like, and just came out. Well, like, you know. Richard yeah. Lloyd says that um, because they had like they had the songs for the years and they really perfected them, like they knew mm-hmm. them. Um, so but then, but yeah. then when they went to Adventure, yeah. it's like they didn't really have you know material and they went in and tried to kind of tried to write it and it just didn't. It, you know, put the time I think that's in part and, of. And, and that's happened for years. Too. I mean, yeah. you know, like people talk about, you know, especially, well, I mean, I don't even really understand half of it, but like people talk about like sophomore slumps with the second records sure. and stuff, you know, sure. and, you, and the high expectations. Like, you come out doing this. I know. Yeah. You're almost set up for disaster. No, you almost you, set you up for You may as well for, just you know, end the band. Right, right. 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 It's, 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 like, it's this is what. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, no. Well, Adventure came out in 78, right? So, I mean, it was like a. Super fast turnaround. Yeah, they're under pressure. So yeah, I mean they had to be under pressure. So they're just that, that yeah. element of it too. Yeah. Com- did you? What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. I, that was, that, well, I was that like, there's no, there's no real um, like lead and rhythm guitar. Like they're both apparently. Um, so for the solos, like Verlaine couldn't like sing and do the solos, so yeah. they trade off actually who yeah. did the solos and who like kind of took the lead and who did the rhythm, which I think yeah. is fascinating. That it's like it is it, double lead. A lot well, of talk, yeah. talk, it's been a couple of minutes. It's, talk, it's been a couple of minutes to talk about the actual music, right. songs. Yes. Because what what songs are the ones that reached out to you the most when you first bought this record as a as a boy in? Little Rock, Arkansas. Sure, I mean, Confused you know, again, punk rock Billy, well, future, he, future legend and writer. <laughs> yeah. You hear, like, See No Evil, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, I got yeah. it. Like, yeah. this is it. But then it jumps into Venus, and it's mm-hmm. like okay. a completely yeah. different vibe, you know? And it's, um, and but that changes song is gears it, pretty hard. Really but, hard, um, but, but I mean, again, like, Venus is such equally a, amazing. Yeah, right. like the, the, the call and response thing, and it's like such a, like, the harmonies are, Perfect. Perfect. It's a beautiful song. And me being a, certainly a fan of rough vocals uh, and soulful vocals, it's a strange voice, but it's a beautiful voice that works just yeah. for that. And it yeah. would not work for any other group, you know what I mean? That's that's what got me the most. Besides the heavy, the guitars, how beautiful they are. It's the delivery and the vocals. Venus, I'd say, is my favorite. I would it's, say, too. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, Perfect there's second such song, a like, relaxed vibe that comes into it that I really like because it, it I mean obviously Sino Evil just kicks off yeah. Yeah. but then Venus brings this sort of like you know it, it really makes me feel it's like a good feeling song you know that just is almost like nostalgic in a way um did you feel low I did feel low <laughs> I felt very low but I couldn't really pick a favorite because I love them all and I think they all belong in this. I mean, it feels like a complete 
like a complete package, package and yes. it really does all go yeah. together. But um, I'm, I would say See No Evil. I think that's a perfect song to start with because I think it's probably the most kind of com like com like commercial or accessible. Kind of most sellable kind of for like, them. Although they, I doubt they were on the radio. But then, then no, no, no. But I mean, like it's, it, 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 it relates a little bit more to like some of the other stuff, you know? No, I, I'm sure it was a very conscious decision to start and with. That, exactly. This, I mean, and that, it was that, the most successful and then accessible. But then, but then you go to like Torn Curtain and Torn Curtain is the perfect closing yes. song for this album. I mean, it's just yeah. like such a beautiful story. I mean, it is. This one really is like a, a, a movie to me. It's like from start to finish. It, really it just is. takes you, you on like You can see colors. Journey. You close your yeah. eyes. You see colors and you see... And like feel things. So I... I I would have to say see no evil but just because when you're in a relationship with somebody and you, it's just starting and you that first time you notice that you have like really strong feelings for the person it's like yeah things might get better and your feelings might get stronger but that is like one of your most cherished moments like you always remember yeah. that and I think that so see no evil I think is always going to have a special place in my well, life. Well I've never been in a relationship but I can't wait and to, 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 feel, to feel that. Are we going to do the shot? Are we going to yes, do the shot? Yes, we can. No. Yes, we should. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Much love oh. respect. Again, uh, John and Donnie and Shane Pringle and our loved ones, our family, the Earl, B. Kinch, Matt, oh, D, D, thank you God, for your help. I mean, it's good. Uh, listen, life is beautiful if you let it. Um, we got a sweater. Oh my goodness. It's actually funny because I'm a huge fan of segues. And what is that? Where one thing is beautiful leads into another. And James. Another thing you, <laughs> well, I, I got a DUI in a segue. No, I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. But James was mentioning um, Nutrimilk Hotel earlier. And I almost jumped into this letter because once in a while when I get the letters, I got to be honest with you, I read them before I show you guys. But when he mentioned Nutrimilk Hotel, I was like, oh my goodness. But yeah. he was 10 minutes too early. And that just shows you, <laughs> the, whole, the whole idea of the show is for you to be a fly on the wall mm -hmm. and hang out with us friends, best friends, who love art and music and community and family. And hopefully and, learn something And there are no edits. So sorry if uh, Cassie burped twice, by the way. No, so sorry sorry if the things that aren't perfect, but my favorite things, like my, my favorite singers are... Um, Otis Redding and Marvin Gaye, and it's not when they sing perfect. I like when they're sweating and out of their minds, and Marvin Gaye's been up for five days, and he almost goes out of tune, and his voice cracks, you know? So just think of us as one big Marvin Gaye. Um, <laughs> so um, this letter, holy cow. It's I feel really, like a big Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs> Says Bob, everybody, uh, how you doing? Yeah, um, this is how really cool. Doing? This is really cool. But I also believe, I love when things ping back and forth and the earth, the things we manifest, does happen. So as James said this, I got, Cassie gave me three or four times the braille arm hairs going up with things you said about the record. Billy gave them to me when he picked this record. James gave it to me, so we're giving each other stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. This is from Nancy Whiskey. What? what? Nancy Whiskey from Chicago. Big shout out. Love Chicago. Uh, I know you're all from all parts of the globe, but because of this current situation, you're in Atlanta. So my question to you is, who is your favorite Atlanta band? Mm. And I love that. And that's why I was saying when you mentioned Nutrimill Hotel, I actually have a band that I can pick, but I'm gonna let, I'm gonna pass it. And Billy moved here in 2006, 2005. Oh, um, um, so also the best thing about life it's and the show I know, is, they're, well, they're, I mean, hey, listen, it's the best a thing hard, about this show and life is there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answers, but but it is a hard question because when you were friends with a lot of bands yeah. and yes. like local, so it's like I mean, you can say a lot of good ones. I'm not gonna Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Putting you on the spot. Putting you on the spiz yeah. spot. 
Well, I'm, yeah, you know, I, I think the, the band I've actually like seen the most play was Prowling Wolves. Prowling Wolves, okay, I yeah. A, I'm gonna say they're a class ripoff band, but they're pretty cool. Uh, what would you say? I, I mean, I, I don't know. They don't have a name yet. Oh yes. Oh, best. Okay, that better sons. I don't know. I don't know. They won't tell. That's, uh, uh, family so, family problems. So, <laughs> so what? So what? So what are you guys going I'm, to? I'm not happy. Where's my mom? <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. Okay, so James. Oh, by the way, Brian. Like so Brian's doing guy, sound. Brian say, has to say The guy too. who knows more about music than I can ever know, and, and I think I know a decent amount. What would you say? I'm just saying that naming a band is the, is the hardest thing, especially in the modern era, in the internet age, is, is one of the most difficult. I mean, especially well, since... favorite Atlanta, be, Atlanta band? Yeah, but like, just saying something also about naming bands, it's like, I mean, I think you guys are also, like, so good that it's like, and, and a lot of people are telling you you're good, so it's kind of like you want to pick a name that kind of lives yeah. up to that. So okay, so we need to include you guys on your couches in this. BK, who's a cameraman, a producer, one of my best friends, and James Joyce have a new band. They currently are the best band in Atlanta, but they don't have a name yet. <laughs> but to answer Nancy and Whiskey, my, my, we do not want and to... Greg, my yes, husband, and Greg Tate, who's a producer as well, I'm sorry. We don't want to upset our fans. Nancy asked a question, and you didn't really answer it. <laughs> I don't... Who because they haven't picked Atlanta, a name. No, okay. who is your favorite Atlanta band? I'll tell, I'll tell you what my favorite Atlanta song is. Is, oh. uh, is Money Changes Everything. Beautiful. By The Brains. Brains! And by okay. the way, you know, I, I know Cindy Lauper, beautiful human voice. On another show, I'll tell you a few stories about Cindy Lauper. I'm <laughs> going to say, say a band called The Roys, who were a three-piece dub band that came out in the early 80s. I know they opened up for the police at the Omni in like 84. My friend Lynn Atwell, rest in peace, who I used to drink with here from Wales, uh, turned me on to them. They were signed to Stiff Records, one of my favorite record labels, and they basically sounded like the Police meets King Tubby. I've never heard of them. Three white guys from I've never Atlanta. I've played I'm you some of their seven years. Yeah, I want I well I can't wait to share this stuff with you because that's the other thing we like doing on the show is turning people on to love and light and music. And I'm looking at my phone because okay. I am I am a professional. We have eighty seconds. Small reactions right now. Small reactions are amazing. Also a great band. Yes. Sean Zierfoss, who works long, the door long here. Long term. I mean, those yeah, guys have been around long term. Do you want me to do you want me to like pick like pick a band? Yes. Like just off the. I mean, you know, I okay. So back in the day, I, I really I loved Manor, Manor Astor Man. Beautiful band, but they're from Alabama. Are they? Yeah. I thought they lived here. So. Yeah, Rob Delbueno. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he lived upstairs. Um, okay. You know what? I I I really like Fiend Without a Face. My favorite Atlanta band, Behinds, Stiff Penalty, Troy King. We need to go because we have another friend coming in again uh, to the Earl, East Atlanta Village, the Atlanta community. D, Matt, B. Kinch, Greg Pate, Steve Stussy. My name is Tom Cheshire, halfway decent human. James Joyce, Cassie, just one name. Billy Emmett, producer. Holy cow, television, Marky Moon. Holy Thank you cow. so much. Mm. Thank Cheers. Cheers. Jameson. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, life can be awesome if you let it. Cheers, everybody. Thank Cheers. you.